Hey mummies, today I am bringing you an interview that I did recently with my beautiful friend Michelle all the way from the US and we are talking all things building a business, being your authentic self and also building a business God's way and positioning yourself in letting him work through your business. Now Michelle is a wife and mama to three beautiful girls over in LA in California and she's the host of a podcast for Christian entrepreneurs called Growth Against the Grain. Michelle specializes in helping women in the network marketing space show up as the unique unicorn that God made them to be, avoiding the copy-paste culture and leaning into who they are and the value they have to offer through strategy, mindset and some healthy living for good measure. Michelle loves the network marketing slash direct sales space and believes that women can grow an audacious business without looking like anyone else being connected to socials 24 seven and can actually do this while being present for those you love the most and honoring the Lord in the process. So I'm so excited to bring you this interview. Let's get into it. Hey mama, are you finding motherhood more stressful and overwhelming than joyful and fun? Are you spending your days in survival mode just counting down to bedtime? I was there once too. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused, and I didn't know my calling beyond motherhood, or even if I had one. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. I'm Elise Rooney, and I'm on a mission to empower women through strategies and mentoring to simplify their life and home, make over their mindset, find purpose, walk in faith, to be able to be present with their family. Join me for conversations about being a woman of faith, conscious parenting and marriage, living in your purpose, how you can easily implement simple systems to simplify your home, mind and life, keys to living an intentional life and so much more. Grab that cup of tea and get ready to thrive. This is The Wholesome Mama Show. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for coming on the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm so excited for you to be here. And to start us off, would you mind sharing a little bit about you, introduce yourself, who's in your family, and a bit about what you do? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. I We could talk for hours, and I feel like this is just going to be the first one of, of many of these. We've seen eye to eye on so many things. This is just so much fun, and I just love that we are in two different continents and able to do this right now. So it's so exciting. Thank you, Elise, for having me. It's been looking forward to this all day long. And really all my daughter wants to know is if you can say, can you throw some shrimp on the Barbie? Because that's all that they think. I know it's so terrible. So I have never said that in my life. (laughs) I figured as much. I kept telling her, I'm like, no, I'm not going to ask her to say that. But anyways, I digress. Um, My name is Michelle Castro. I live in Los Angeles, California in the United States of craziness and so much fun. It's um, I've lived here my entire life and I love it. Uh, it's, it's just so much fun here and we're having really great weather right now. So we're like soaking it all up before it gets really hot and deserty. So I help women in the network marketing space show up as the unique 
unicorn. I love that word unicorn that God made them to be by putting off kind of that, you know, Hey girl, uh, copy paste culture and really lean into being authentically who they are by building relationships and watching the Lord bless their business by really just leaning into that and being them. So I realized I just said that and did tell you, like, I've got, I'm married, I've got three daughters, and clearly I'm like scatterbrained and all over the place. So if I can do it, you can do it, right? Aren't we all? Yeah. I feel like everyone that I've talked to is like, yeah, your baby brain doesn't come back. You're just, you're just scattered brain for the rest of your life. That's how it is. Cool. Okay. Well, we'll roll with it then. Pretty much. Exactly. It's just another form of baby brain. It's now toddler brain and then teenage brain and you know, it's all things. So, but I'm so excited. So you, yeah, briefly mentioned what you do and you have, um, your brand growth, growth against the grain. And, um, I, I love it because obviously I am also in network marketing, but I love that you talk about doing network marketing God's way and being authentically you. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about. But for anyone listening, who's not necessarily in network marketing, still listen, because you can apply this to your whole entire life. Uh, Really, it's just that this is your area of expertise. So can you to share with us how you got started into how you got started with network marketing? Sure. It's been in my life in one way or another, kind of all my life. Like I've always heard of it and I can't say that I always was familiar with it in a positive way, but I knew that there was definitely something really great about it. My mom partnered with a company when I was in college and I saw the flexibility that it gave her and she did really well. And it also gave her this confidence. Now as an adult, I see that like she always seemed super confident, but it just, it fed her in a different way that I don't even think she realized she needed, but she loved it. And so when My oldest daughter, who is now 18, just graduated from high school. It's kind of crazy. When she was maybe six or eight months old, I was presented with an opportunity to partner with a company and a friend of mine. And and I did it. I was looking for just an an addition, a way to bring in additional income. I feel like I'm an entrepreneur at heart, raised by an entrepreneur who was raised by an entrepreneur. So this whole idea of Figuring out how you can do things on your own without being tied to, you know, the nine to five. I should also back up a little bit. I'm an elementary school teacher by education and I loved that, but you can't really say, excuse me, I need a few days off because I got to go do this, that, and the other thing. I got my first taste of entrepreneurship and I loved it. And I never looked back and never went back into the classroom. So then when this opportunity came up, I jumped on it. I loved it. I loved that it allowed me to be available for my daughter and my husband who traveled a lot. So it just gave us that flexibility we were looking for. And I did that for maybe three and a half years or so. And then that time came to an end and I pursued some other passions, but about the time that our youngest daughter, who's now 11 was getting ready. So she was four, she was getting ready to start into kindergarten. So that year prior to it, my husband and I were kind of 
just talking about what should we do? Should I go back into the the classroom? Because, you know, you put in all this time and energy to get your degree and go through and get credentialing. And so is that something I should do? And so we really prayed about it. And here's the thing, the Lord like slammed that door shut, which I love when he either opens the door wide open or he slams it shut. It's when it's a jar that I'm kind of like, so is this a yes? Is this a no? Like, what, what are you wanting us to do here? So he made it very clear. He slammed that door shut. And maybe six months later, a friend of mine shared an opportunity with me that she was with a company and all the boxes ticked. I always say it was kind of like everything I didn't know I was looking for. And it allowed me to be home to really be available for the girls to be at their parties, to be at, you know, I wanted to be that mom, the, the class mom, you know, the room mom that was doing all the stuff. So that's really how I got started and saw it grow in a way that didn't tie me down to clock in, clock out. Yeah. Yeah. So was your, your husband was obviously very supportive of you during that Yes. Um, And still. Yes, absolutely. And that's the Lord had done a lot in us um, through that time. And it was so important that he be on board because honestly, if you're starting a business and those who are closest to you are not supportive, you can do it, but you've just created like a massive uphill battle. And, you know, if you feel like the Lord's calling you to it, then, then go for it. But I needed my husband completely on board and he, he absolutely was and still is. That's so good. So what's been the best thing about network marketing? You've mentioned obviously the, a bit of the time freedom. Um, has that been the best thing? Or has there been some other things that you, you know, cause you've obviously stuck to it and, you know, you're still doing it. Mm-hmm. Even to this day, you're still building, actively building your um, business. So what's been the best thing about it? I would definitely say the flexibility because you can, you, you can build something here within this space that you can build elsewhere. Absolutely. This is not unique, the flexibility of it, but there's so many other nuances that go into it. The financial potential is there. It is not a get rich quick. And I think that's been one of the biggest misnomers along with many others, but it's not. And if someone's telling you it is, they're crazy. It's not true. You have to work for anything you're going to grow. You have to work. But I would definitely say the flexibility, which is a double-edged sword. I'm a firm believer that the greatest, you know, pros can also be your greatest cons if you're not using it correctly. And that's one thing that I have had to really overcome as I've made a transition from one company to another, opening my eyes to how I really can build this business, but not be building 24 seven. And that's where that flexibility comes in. You kind of have to put those boundaries in. You have to create that because there's no boss that's saying, well, I'm only paying you for, you know, five hours today. So, you know, you have to decide how you're going to use that time. Yeah. So true that it's the biggest advantage, but can also be the biggest weakness in it because if you're like me and can procrastinate, 
And you go, oh, hang on, it's been a week and I've done nothing. Because I just, oh, I'll do it later. Oh, I'll do it later. Oh, oh all the free time. Yeah. So how do you no. then balance that tension, I guess, between, because one of my favorite things is I have been able to have my kids at home uh, with me mm-hmm. while I'm building this business. So how do you balance the tension between working and having that flexibility, but also being a mum? It's hard at times. Sometimes it's, it flows a lot easier. And I feel like just when you get in the groove, things change. So here in the States, we're North America. So it's summer. My kids just finished school. I was just getting going in my routine. I had it all figured out. And then it's like the Lord's like, oh, oh, you got it. Okay. Let's just shake that eight ball up a little bit. And like, (laughs) let's just have some fun here. Um, So I was, I think one of the biggest things is communication really communicating with everybody in the family. And I just had a talk with my kids yesterday in one setting their expectations, just like you would do with your client. Like you sell them a product and then you want to like manage their expectations. Same thing with my kids here. Like I need to manage their expectations. Like we're not like going someplace every day just because it's summer. We never have, that's not how it's going to go, but they also can't be, you know, just running around watching TV all day. They need to respect my time as I respected their time when we were in the classroom because they were working from home. And so I just put a sign up on my door that it says, you know, the corporate offices of growth against the grain when the door is closed, do not enter, you know, so this is our corporate office. Um, But I would definitely say communication and setting those boundaries, balance, Sometimes I think I've got it right on the the head and sometimes there's like the balance is completely flipped upside down. And as moms, we feel that like you see when everything's askew and you're like, oh, wait, I just, I need to get things under control. And maybe that means you wake up earlier. So for me personally, I wake up before everybody else in my house so that I can spend time in the word. I can do my exercises and I can get ready and then hopefully not be working until two, three, four o'clock in the afternoon, you know, figuring all of that out, finding those boundaries. So I don't know if that's really balancing, but no, (laughs) no, I I like it. Yeah. I like using the word boundaries more than balance because it is and managing that and I guess as the kids get older it's easier to communicate that with them that you know they're able to entertain themselves longer than five minutes which is what my current can you just mommy just needs to make a phone call can you give me five minutes no no they they can't can't. (laughs) but you know they're they're three two and three months so of course they can't just give me five minutes but you know But yeah, yeah, setting those boundaries for yourself, but also for your children Mm -hmm. and then letting them know, you know, that you're not, and we'll get to this in a minute. Um, Actually, we'll talk about now. So with the mentality of hustling, because I feel like that's a word that I have heard thrown around a lot in the network marketing, but even business space, you don't have to be in network marketing, but if you are in business, if you are more than just an employee going, go out, um, then there's this whole thing around hustling. Um, but I know that you're really big on women building their business 
in their own way. So can you share a bit around that and how to stop the hustle and build it authentically? Yes. Oh my goodness. This as Seth Gass, who's been, who's our business coach, as she says, it lights me up like big time because I've done it the other way. I've flipped everything around and I've hustle, hustle, hustle. And why? You end up driving yourself crazy. You end up working so much harder than you need to. Um, and it's not okay as believers too. Like we need to put things in priority. If we are called to be responsible for what we need to do. So you decide what is it that needs to be done in your day? What is your you know job description? And as long as we're responsible and faithful to do that, the Lord is going to bless those efforts. And that to me was as being a believer for 40 plus years, it was kind of this light bulb that went on that was like, whoa, wait a second. I, I just need to do what the Lord's called me to do. And, and then he's going to take care of the rest. Um, I think one of the biggest things too, within this whole network marketing space is there's this um, concept that there's the corporate world and they function this way. And then there's network marketing and they function this way. And they're kind of like the black sheep. And I really am passionate about demystifying things around network marketing, because the fact of the matter is there's that girl that's making a bad name in network marketing. And there's that girl that's making a bad name in the corporate sector as well. Like there's just those people that are doing it wrong. And there's those people that are doing it right. And I so want to go against that hustle harder movement being on 24 seven, just the same way you would look at somebody in corporate America and say, oh my goodness, this girl is working, you know, from 7am to 7pm. That's just, it's not okay. You're not going to last. Maybe you do it for a short season because it's tax season or it's like whatever it happens to be, whatever industry you happen to be in. But to do that day in and day out is not it's not sustainable and it's not healthy. And that's one thing that I've appreciated so much about Steph is really, she is so honest about, no, don't be connected. You do not need to be connected 24 seven. And I know for myself, I have felt because you're an entrepreneur, you work, you get paid. That's how it works, right? And so I felt like, well, if I'm constantly working, then I'm going to build a better paycheck. I'm going to build a bigger paycheck. And what I found is, yeah, there's a part of that that may come about, but I was making myself kind of my God. I was kind of putting myself in a position that I didn't need to be in. And I needed to show up, like I was saying, I needed to show up do what I needed to do to accomplish my goals, take care of my customers, take care of my you know team, answer their questions, and then stop and create those boundaries so that I could then pour into my family and, and not glorify this whole workaholic idea, which I don't know if there's, if you guys have that going on in Australia, but in the States, it is... Like we give crowns to people for you, you work all day, every day. Oh, bravo, bravo. 
And yeah. I've been called and you've been called first to be a mom or a wife and a mom and then everything else. And that's the badge that we need to wear. And I do so feel like we can do that. We can build this audacious business by putting the Lord first, our husbands, our children, and then everything else. Yeah, that is so very true. And thinking about, you know, yeah, it is your priority and doing what God has asked you to do first. And when you, when we stand at, with God on whenever, whatever that day is, Mm-hmm. better be seen with the world but anyway that's a sad <laughs> thing um and he says like you know what did you do with what I gave you and you go mm-hmm. oh I got all these sales my marriage mm-hmm. fell apart and I haven't don't talk to my kids anymore because uh they didn't talk to me because I'm a workaholic but I made these sales mm-hmm. like in the scheme of things God's gonna be like but I asked you to serve them first mm-hmm. and um so yeah I think having that as a mindset then helps you when we get to that going back to the flexibility part of things to be actually really intentional with the little time that you do have to then um, build your business rather than you know we say we're working 24 7 but you know to and then that's building it God's way which is the biggest difference to the the world totally totally and that's one thing that I have learned in the last few months is really um portioning out my time so that I am and I'm giving it I'm naming it like okay between these hours this is what I'm going to do and it has helped me so much do I stay within those hours all the time no but I'm much better now than I was before and I feel like I can, sh- my phone stays on do not disturb 90% of the day. It has just released so much from me. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And, and not being on social media, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And yeah, it's so once mm-hmm. you can get a hold, if you can get a hold of your phone and take back control over your phone, life is, there's so much more freedom. <laughs> completely oh my goodness you'll breathe so much better like the first day that I did that where I actually followed kind of my schedule put my phone on do not disturb I'm just telling you like it was freeing Mm. and guess what I'm not saving lives I'm not doing heart surgery like there's nothing (laughs) what I sell is not so important that it can't take an hour or a day if I missed somebody's, in fact, I did miss an order at the end of a couple of months ago. And I, I was with my daughter on a field trip. I got back to the girl about a day and a half later because we were gone and she had ordered from somebody else. And I was like, okay, I was with my daughter. That's fine. Yeah. And having, it's just such a different mindset. Whereas, right. Am I right in saying like a year ago that would have mm-hmm. killed you? Like- oh, Totally. <laughs> Totally. I would have been like, whoa, wait a second. No, how can I get this back? What can I, I would have been constantly on my phone. And I was like, eh, you know what? And here's the thing. We hit the biggest goal that particular month. There wasn't any, her ordering or not ordering did not 
get us there or not, not get us there. You know, like the Lord wanted us to get there. We got there. Okay. On to the next thing. Yeah. I'm trusting him too. If he's doing like, I was doing my work. Mm. I was faithful. I was doing, I wasn't sitting back just like, okay, Lord, bring them my way. (laughs) I was doing my work. So I I was like, well, I missed this one. Okay. I'm, but I'm going to hustle harder. Like, I don't want to do it again. Like, let's not make a habit of this. (laughs) Let's get real. Let one get away. One. Yeah. Not another one. Yeah. No, but it's the difference between two trusting God. And it's like in any situation in your life though, trusting God, but then you actually have to take action. That was yes. saying James faith without deeds is dead. You it's one thing to have faith, but it's another thing you have to actually move on that faith. So yes. if God has called you to do this, then by you taking action, he will bless you and bring favor on you. And I totally believe that. Yes. Amen. So going back to um, what are some of the things that women can do? And I guess this is a bit more um, network marketing based, um, but what are some of the things that women can do to level up in their business? Or really, I guess it can apply to any workplace, really, can't it? Yeah, totally. Um, well, I'm a pretty simple person. Like I always laugh, you know, we go to the art museum and I'm like, well, that looks like a black dot. I don't know what that is. You know, like I'm very, very simple. And somebody else is like, Ooh, this is, so I'm not super profound here, but what I have found for me is just keeping it simple, writing down your goals and really backtracking it. So if you know where you want to be at the end of the month, like break it down. There's 31 days in the month of June or 30, whatever, however many days are in this month. <laughs> we may have added one. I, I don't know. Um, break it down, you know, get specific, get super, you know, those smart goals, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound, really write those things down and then break it into little chunks. Maybe you start by the week, you know, okay, by the end of week one, I want to be here by the end of week two, I need to be here. And then beyond that too, I like to make it super tangible. So let's say you sell a product and you want to, you know, by the end of the month, you want to have a a volume of you've sold 4,000 in volume. So there's four weeks in a month. That's a thousand each week. Well, maybe you sell a product that its volume is a thousand or is a, is a hundred. So that means each you need to sell 10 of that item in, in one week to get there, break it down. So, you know, okay, I can check it off. Cause sometimes just finding a thousand seems super like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get there? Well, gosh, I have product a here that is a hundred points. Okay. If I sell 10 of those, that's going to get me there. What do I need to do to sell 10 of those this week and then move on to next week? And I just like to make it like, you know, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, break it down as small as possible. Another thing, and it's proven, I don't have the statistics on it, but if you share your goals with somebody, you are exponentially more uh, uh, likely to hit that goal. So find a friend, someone who really wants to cheer you on and share it with them. And then, like I said, break it down, keep it super, super sizable for you. 
I love that. I just had a massive truck roll up right outside my window. <laughs> so I apologize if you can hear some rumbling in the background. Uh, but yeah, I love that to actually know a, your goal because that's one thing to say like, oh, you know, I want to, in the network marketing, I want to hit this rank or um, even just if you have a um, brick and mortar business, I want to hit this amount of dollar in sales, whatever it is, to actually have that goal and have that vision of where you want to be is one thing. But then to break it down, that's, yeah. And I love how you just keep it simple. You just break it down. Okay. Yeah. If I just have to sell 10 of these a week, okay, that's mm -hmm. two a day. And then I've got the weekends free. Let's do that. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. And the same thing works for like dieting. If you want to lose weight, like break it down. If you start looking at, you know, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds. That seems really huge. Break it down. Keep it small. Like, yeah, it applies to everything. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So how do we, and we've pretty well touched on this, but is there anything else you wanted to share around uh, really partnering with God when we are starting a business or maybe a mum is thinking okay you know what maybe going to network marketing is something that I want to do because I want that flexibility um, I want the potential of the income all those things what are some things that we can do to really partner with God in that oh such a great question um I <laughs> before anything bathe it in prayer pray 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 because the Lord will reveal to you what he wants you to do. He will give you that peace. And honestly, this is something that I would have always said I partnered with God and what I was doing, but I, I don't really think I was. Um, and the Lord has used like the last year and a half to really prepare me for where he has me now. And what I realized is that I hadn't been partnering with him. I had, you know, been praying like, oh Lord, you know, you know, grow my business, bring the customers my way, all that, you know, help me with this. But it wasn't really until I started just praying over this. What do you want me to do, Lord? What is it that you have for me? And opening my eyes. And he, he showed me that through truly the last year and a half through different um, sales trainings I did, different coachings I took and invested in. And it just, each little thing kind of opened my eye a little bit more to the point now where I see, oh, no, 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 I, this needs to be the Lord's. I need to put it in his hands and release it. And some days I'm really good about, Lord, this is yours. You do what you want. Sometimes I'm like holding on to a little bit of it. Like, Lord, it's mostly yours. Um, but, you know, I think that's our humanness coming through with it, but absolutely bathing it in prayer. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a difference in your posture, right. Of before going, God, help me with this. Bring me, mm -hmm. bring me the sales, bring me the people whatever, uh, mm -hmm. to going, God, this is yours. What would you like me to do with it? Yeah. What would you like? Who can I bless with this? Who can I, um, you know, what, what can I do? This is, this is your business. Like, mm -hmm. and letting him move through you through it is, it's such a different posture. I love that. Love that so much. Absolutely. So yeah. just to finish off, is there, um, 
Is there anything that you would say to a woman um, who is wanting to get started in network marketing? Yeah, do it. (laughs) That's it. No, Um, I absolutely love this space. I think it's really, really brilliant. And as with anything, there's going to be pros and cons in everything. So do your homework. Um, I have an episode, I think it's episode six, where I really go through four things to talk about or to, to really look for in network marketing. Um, but essentially I'll rapid fire them to you. Um, things that you can look at and some, you don't really know until maybe you get into it, but a lot of these, you should be able to ask whoever you're talking to about this. Um, one, is there a system, a system where everyone can win? That's not dependent upon you, meaning something that is plug and play ready to go off to the races where you're not also as you bring people on, if that's what you choose to do, you don't have to hold their hand the whole way because you're probably still learning too. So definitely looking at that. Um, is it a consumable product? You can have a, you know, leggings or jewelry, nothing against them. I have drawers filled with them, but many people, including myself, as much as I love them, I'm more likely to spend money not even more likely. I do. It's a fact. I spend more money on products that I wash down the drain that I use constantly because you go, you run out of them. I will sacrifice getting a new pair of leggings to buy my consumable products. Um, Look at the compensation plan. Is it really something that everyone can win? Not all network marketing businesses are created equal. And there is a shift happening within the network marketing space where we have these companies that are still sticking to a very traditional network marketing structure and those that are shifting to this social selling, a bit more of an affiliate marketing uh, component to it. Look at those. I mean, you always want to be with where's the trend? Where is it going? So look at those things. Is it something where everyone can win? One thing that attracted me to the company that I'm with now is that very thing. So much in the network marketing space, it is you sell products and you build teams. And if you really want to make money, you do both. You can't really make money just by selling products. You do you know, a little, but really the allure is once you build that team. Well, again, there's this shift to where it's like, well, that's great, but maybe you just want to sell products. Maybe you just want to buy, you know, build a, build a team. And so looking at that, does that compensation really reward you for just doing one or the other? And then you could maximize it and do both too, if you wanted to. Um, Innovation, is the company constantly innovating or are they working on technology that's four, five, 10 years old? I keep going back to Apple. Every year in October, they produce a brand new phone. Friends, like technology is moving. (laughs) If your company is not innovating and I don't care what you sell, if they are not innovating, you probably want to take a look at that and see, because this is a business. You're not going to just partner with a business because your best friend is doing it. Like really look at it, put your business brain on and think about 
the long term? Is this something that you can grow with? And then the last thing is relevance. Is it a company that is hitting the nail on the head with where we are at right now? So for example, the company I'm with, it is a clean living health and wellness company. I don't know of many places in the world that are not looking to keep things cleaner. They're looking for health and wellness. It's like ding, ding, ding. Like we checked all the marks and I know at least you're with the same type of a company that it's, this is where everything is. We want to be not putting products in and on our body that really the Lord had no intention for us to be consuming. So looking at those things and I mean, healthy, honestly, after the last year, find me a person who's not looking to be healthier. So just kind of thinking through those things, but do your homework and don't just do a company or join a company because your best friend is there. I'm a firm believer that there are people I will buy products from, and there are people I will build a business with. And a lot of times they are not the same. Yeah, no, that's so good. And to have your, when you are looking at it, to have your business brain on because it is. A business, even if you are just doing it as a side hobby or side hustle, whatever you want to call it, um, it is still a business and it is still an income producing activity that you are doing, which is a business. So, no, I love that. Yes. Love, love, love that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all your wisdom and truth bombs and everything and help. I think it's good too to help. Um, demystify the whole network marketing space because there's still well I feel like particularly over here there's still a lot of people who are very I don't know cringy and believe all the stigmas Mm -hmm. about uh, the network marketing space but you know I'm I'm a firm believer and I've seen it for myself I've seen it for so many other people in the company that I'm with but so many others that it is actually where the world's going, whether people like it or not. And, um, you know, we are all, we all network market. If you tell me a movie that you went to see, if you told me a restaurant that you really liked, you just network marketed. Uh, We just get paid for it. Yep. Yep. Oh, I tell people that all the time. My dad's in real estate. I'm like, he's built his business because people referred him. That's networking. Your manicurist, got started her business because people, a friend told a friend, told a friend, your doctor got started because you have a friend who told a friend who told a friend, like there's, there's not any business that does not have Starbucks. Starbucks started because people bought into that and they told friends and then they bought into it. And, and really Starbucks is a, is not a franchise, but if you look at a franchise company, it is a network marketing structure. Because you're earning, so all of a sudden that's okay. But yes, it's, I think it's a fantastic place to be in. And one thing too, I always like to tell people there's this, I feel like there's this um, mentality of like we talked about get rich quick, you know, whatever. Success is individual. Maybe for you, you start this business because I cannot tell you how many people I have started in this business and I ask them, how much money do you want to make a month? And they hem and haw because they're, I think they're trying to figure out like what, what is the answer I should give? What is it? You know, and nine times out of 10, it's something like 
$300 is doable. $300 is a car payment. $300, that is, most people are not coming in saying, I want to make $10,000 a month. And maybe you do, go for it. You can, we'll show you how to do that. But I, I think that's the other thing is you can be successful making $300 a month because if that's what you need and that's what you want, fantastic. Can you make more? Yes, but you can do that anywhere. Yeah, that's a really good point that, you know, you don't have to um, reach for the top ranks. If all you need is to earn enough to pay off your mortgage, then then this is what is perfect is that you can then put in that work that's going to allow you to make that, you know, having having an extra couple of hundred bucks to pay your mortgage. Yep. Hello, I'll take that. Right. Yes, please. Oh, so good. So good. Thank you. Thank you again so much. I've loved having you on the show today. This has been so much fun. And I just love the opportunity to share my passion and really just sharing how awesome this opportunity is and how it really can tick the boxes for so many mamas out there who want to be helping maybe alleviate the financial pressure from your husband and also be present for those sweet babies. Because let me just tell you, having one that just graduated high school, it flies by. Elise, I know you're like in the thick of it and you're like, I just want to sleep and I'm tired. And before you know it, she's she's graduating high school. It's It's crazy. But thank you so much for having me on. This was just so much fun. Well, beautiful mama, I hope that you enjoyed that conversation that I had with Michelle. I know that I loved it. And for you to get even more from Michelle, which I know now you've heard her, you absolutely want to. So you can listen to her podcast. It is called Growth Against the Grain, which is also the name of her website, growthagainstthegrain.com. And her Instagram is hey.its.michellecastro. So make sure you do that. Go and check her out. Otherwise, I will see you on the show next week. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.